Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Hello, America. Is that your new nickname for me? Yes. <laughs> is it because I look so much like America Ferreira? No, it's because I can't pronounce Amerigo as in Amerigo Vespucci. Oh, okay. I'm biased against the Italians. Hey, I get it, man. <laughs> oh, those Italians! Oh. oh, too much olive oil and garlic. Thank you. Yeah, I know. Such a, such a simple way to make something delicious. <sighs> it's too simple. Ah, uh, at least make a mirepoix. Yeah. Cha. <laughs> I bet they don't even know how. Yeah, they probably They're don't too even busy know how to make dumping a olive oil on garlic and garlic on stuff. Throwing it in the oven, bringing it out, it's delicious. They've got so much more time in their day to be hot-blooded. You know, in some states, they make chili with meat. Mm-hmm. In some states, they make chili with just beans. Yes. In Italy, they don't even know how to make chili at all, those fuckers. Oh, my gosh. They're too busy putting slices of garlic in their olive oil. Hey, maybe this is, maybe this is a little harsh. You but know, you know what? I'm tired of being PC. I am so tired of the PC police! Hey, Italy, I hope that fucking tower falls over. Yeah. I hope it finally fucking falls over. Somebody said it! <sighs> what we were all thinking! Yeah! <laughs> Sorry, no filter here. <laughs> I'm off the rails. I'm on a rant. I hope the leaning tower falls all the way over. I hope and one of those. crushes your Prime Minister, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bad news, Jordan. <clears throat> Mm. Hard right movement has uh, won the government in Italy since you last checked who the prime minister is. Now it's Wario. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, boy. We... He's very anti-immigrant. <laughs> that's, their, that's their Brexit is when they, <laughs> they elected Wario. Yeah. Um, hey, okay. But, you know, he's just – listen, here's, yeah. here's, here's the deal with that. Yeah. It is kind of like a Trump-Pence situation is Wario is the figurehead, but Waluigi's running everything, <laughs> pulling the strings behind the scenes. Is there – do all of Wah. the characters – like, is there Wa-Princess? I don't think so. Wa-Toadhead? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm medium up on all of this stuff. I think the only Wa's Wa- are Wario and Waluigi. Is there Wa-Dinosaur Man? He's a bad guy. Wa-Yoshi? Oh, there's Boshi is Evil Yoshi. Oh. Boshi is, Boshi evil, is Yoshi. evil Yoshi. He's either Evil Yoshi or Cool Yoshi. No, he has I'm, sunglasses. I'm talking about the turtle dinosaur that uh, has the spikes on him. Oh, it's King Koopa. Yeah. No, King he's Koopa. Ev- he's evil. So if there was a good... Well, that's what I was saying. If there's a good King Koopa, would that be Wa Koopa? Oh, boy. So does it mean... Is it a prefix meaning evil? Or is it a prefix meaning reverse I do, backwards? I man. do think Opposite the prefix day. Wa means something. I oh, do yeah? think that is a Japanese naming convention. Really? Yeah. Can we get Brian? Can we get? Can we get you on this to figure out the <laughs> entomology of Mario? And can we get some entomans in here too? <laughs> <laughs> Etymology. The crumb ones. What are am the I best. saying? Uh, one of them is the study one of, of them ants. Is the study of ants, and one of them is <laughs> what Wario means. I want to know that one. Uh, well, Brian's looking that up. I would like to make a quick announcement sure. and just get it out of the way at the top of the show. Um, some of you guys. 
uh, who are listening might already know about this because you might listen to uh, uh, my wife's podcast, mm-hmm. One Bad Mother, or maybe saw it on social media or yeah. something like that. But should we intro our guest? Yeah, sure. Our guest this week, a uh, stand-up comic, a uh, writer for International Waters, uh, celebutante. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll as well, <laughs> Riley Silverman. Hi, Riley. Hello. Thank you for having me again. Of course. Thank you. Thank you for being here on this very special day, the day when we find out <laughs> whether the prefix wa means it's opposite day or it's evil. I was thinking because King Koopa's first name is Bowser, and he's known as like Bowser Koopa, so that means if there's a wa, would it be Wowser, which I'd be kind of a fan of. <laughs> oh, that boy. would be pretty good. Wowser sounds like a fun guy. Yeah. yeah. I'd play that in Mario Kart. Hey, Nintendo, you sold me on the Switch if there's uh-huh. a game starring Wowser, good Bowser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Otherwise, I'm not buying. Okay, here's my here's the quick thing that I wanted to get out of the way at the top of the show. Um, I promise that unlike most things that I need to say at the top of the show, this one's not sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, I talk sometimes occasionally about my kids on the show. Um, uh, my beautiful children and, uh, my older kid, uh, who I've talked about many times on the show with the, uh, the long saga of the eyes and nose light, of course. Um, a lot of fun memories, a lot of fun memories. Um, anyway, so I've always talked about him as him and as Simon. Um, but it turns out that, uh, she is gender nonconforming. Mm-hmm. And uh, so her name is Grace, and uh, she is a girl, and her pronouns are she's. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that like came up, sort of, incidentally, periodically in our lives ever since she's been able to like talk to us. But um, in the past few months, became a lot clearer and more emphatic, and so uh, we just decided to go for it and um uh, everybody's been our families have been really great all her friends have been really great about it uh the school's been really great about it the teacher's been really great about it um and uh yeah so we don't know i mean like she's five we don't know if it's like a permanent thing uh if it's uh you know a transitory thing if she'll be grow up to be gender fluid or she'll grow up to be the rock uh, or she'll grow up to be a girl uh, or a woman. Um, but this is what she is right now, and uh, we're all for it. And it's uh, she's really happy about it. So, and and we're happy about it too. So that's great. That's, I think that's great that she has she has cool parents and a cool community around her because I think that is perhaps a lot harder if you have different parents in a different community. I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm say, um, <laughs> you can stab in the dark. I'm going to say, where are you getting this way, information? Well, a friend of mine told me that it was tough for her. Yeah, yeah. I think it's amazing. Who, was uh, your friend Ryan Silverman? Yeah. Uh, no, no, that's not. No, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Um, I actually realized because of my, I think I was going by Ryan when I called into you guys years ago and then I was on your show last year as Rye and now, I'm on, I've, now I've been on your show and all three inter- and then I'm going to be on next time as Wa Riley <laughs> <laughs> and I will actually be back to being a man again oh boy and, uh, yeah um, but an evil man but yeah I mean I can tell you like I literally today when you and Teresa both shared uh, photos of her and talked about it with your like friends only Facebook pages or whatever um, I like cried a little bit at my desk because it's it, every time and I told you this a little bit too in the emails when we were talking about having me on the show and why and like I 
I've been in a real bad place since uh, November 8th. Something happened, and I've been in a real bad place, and I've had a lot of lack of hope. You finally and saw Suicide Squad, and it wasn't I did, good. yeah. I saw it on a plane. I was it like, I got it. Like it, was yeah. be good it seemed like it was going to be good. I love Harley Quinn. Sure. But, yeah, I mean, I... But I uh, I've, and I've had a hard time having any sort of hope, but like when you were talking to me about Grace and like talking about uh, not only what she's been going through, but also like your response to it, and then also like the the little bit of community you found for her, and like the fact that you like found other gender nonconforming kids to like like socialize her with, so she can see people that are like her. Like I and, like it was the first time like, hey, maybe things will end up being okay in the long run. Like maybe there is some hope, and there's something worth fighting for, and like. Maybe I shouldn't just shut down. So it was a, a wonderful thing to hear about. And, yeah, I think having supportive parents and community and stuff is is really important. And I think it may be even one of the most important things for someone going through what she's going through at the age she is especially. Yeah, I, I was definitely – personally, I was really grateful that, like – you know, like like she goes to elementary school uh, in a regular neighborhood school in the LAUSD. You know what I mean? Like just a totally normal – uh, regular school and there's this like app where you send a message out to all the parents or to the classroom and Teresa was like well if we're going to send her to school as Grace uh, which name by the way is a very nice name that she picked herself hmm, that's awesome uh, we have literally like not a 24 hour period has passed where we have not expressed vocally to each other our gratitude that she did not pick uh, Elsa Anna or one of the other <laughs> Harley Quinn. It's yeah, funny because exactly. I actually named a character Grace in a script that I'm writing, and she's a trans character. <laughs> oh, nice. Because I, I actually named her after a Ben Fold song because he wrote two songs, one to his son and one to his daughter. And so we actually named the the first – like the her boy name was her was his son's name, and the girl name was Grace because of that. So it's actually – I'm pretty sure – like I'm not 100% on this, but I'm pretty sure that she named herself after my childhood favorite baseball player, Chicago Cubs first baseman Mark Grace. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's got to be it. Because um, that's the bedtime story you tell her every night. Well, she was she was just proud of him for boning down with that hot pilot chick from Northern Exposure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So like, we sent out a message to all the parents from the school and like, or all the parents from her class, I should say. And uh, like, not only was the teacher wonderful about it, and she's just like the normalest public school kindergarten teacher, just like a nice lady. Uh, the principal was really great about it and was like, oh, you know, we'll we'll get some extra training for the staff and the school and stuff. And we've done a little bit before. And cool. Like, everybody, but, like, literally, like, we probably got a dozen notes from teachers, uh, from other kids' parents saying, like, oh, cool, this is great. Like, oh, great, thanks. Like, I've, I've been meaning to talk to my kid about this and this is a good excuse to do it. Or, like, just nice notes like that that were, like, not that big of a deal type notes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I'm really grateful that like I'm oh that we are lucky enough, uh, uh, Teresa and I and and Grace too to like live in a world where uh, we can expect that like we can talk to our parents about it. our parents are totally fine with it. Um, you know, we can talk to our aunts and uncles and our cousins and uh, our friends and uh, all that kind of stuff. Like no, no, it is as far as I know. If anybody's been bothered by it in our regular lives um nobody said anything so uh i I feel very very lucky and like i don't uh i recognize that it's it's that remains an unusual uh and lucky thing but i'm i certainly am very grateful for it like it's it's totally just been like oh yeah like she gets to go to school and just like be a little more comfortable because she's doing her thing 
um, more than anything else. So like anyway, the main the, I didn't want, I didn't want to make a big production out of it. The main reason I wanted to mention it was because like basically we started we started she started going to school and telling everybody her name was Grace and everything about two months ago three mm-hmm. months ago, and uh, since then uh, on this show. Uh, I have either skipped over stories about something she did or s- tried to, like, get involved in a complicated thing about my kid. <laughs> yeah. Just because, like, we didn't want to, like, we didn't want to say something right away because we're like, well, we don't want to, like, go come out and say a bunch of stuff. And then, like, two weeks later, she's like, um, I'm Batgirl now. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, she'll keep that from you. Yeah. It's like you'll yeah. have to find out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Gordon never found out. Yeah, that's a good True. point. And he's the commissioner. That's yeah. a good point. Should have known better, actually. Yeah. Um, she actually initially tried. I don't know if Teresa. I don't know if I'm even allowed to share this story, but she initially told Teresa uh, that her name was Grease. <laughs> oh, sure. And then Teresa was like, "Do you mean Grace?" And she was like, "Yeah." Yeah, that's, okay. that's what I mean. I like that was the one time she actually got some pushback. Like, yeah. how about not that? Yeah, like, you like can be we are one, very but... supportive, but you have to pick a name. Yeah, yeah, and not the movie musical. Yeah, we all it's actually Grease, along to. Actually, Grease Two. Grease Two. Her middle yeah, name is gonna sure. be Two. So yeah. a lot of camping so fun. that's going on at my house. I also purchased my first new couch. So that's like the hey. two big things that are happening for me right now. Actually, your couch wanted me to let you know it's actually a uh, oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> to Devon. It was yeah. born a love scene. Yeah. You know, it's like never had the ability to vocalize sure. it to you, but yeah. I feel like I'm the only one allowed to make that joke. <laughs> uh, Mom, Dad, um, I know you know me as a couch, but um, I fold out into a bed. <laughs> I fold out into a bed! And I just, I just, I hope you love me. It's okay now. I nope. have a lot of peers that are furniture is a spectrum. Sure. <laughs> My friend Murphy. <laughs> Uh, I guess I should uh, I go now. I feel like that was my boy. Yeah. If it gets better than that, we're lucky. Yeah, <laughs> I, it might. Yeah. Um, anyway, to summarize, yeah, yeah, I just sorry. basically wanted to be able to say something about something a funny thing my kid said uh, and call her by the name she's going by. Yeah, like so I was, it was like, well, I can't say Simon because then I'm like invalidating it, but I can't say Grace because like we're not 100 percent that that's like the go going to be the going thing in two weeks. Uh, so we're like, let's give it a couple months, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, I guess I think it's smart to to, to both of you. Uh, if if there is a parent or someone out there dealing with this, is there a thing to read or a place to go? I guess I wouldn't even know where <laughs> yeah, to start. Yeah, I can I can recommend a couple things. Um, well, for one thing, Teresa uh, on her show One Bad Mother talked about our experience a little bit on this week's episode, and mm-hmm. then she also talked to a woman from an organization called Gender Spectrum uh, who do. Um, they do all kinds of work around, uh, uh, you know, people's gender situations, but, um, uh, they do school trainings and corporate trainings and all this different kind of stuff. Uh, they all, she also wrote a book, uh, the name of which I'm don't have in front of me, but, um, I'll look it up that I read that was really helpful. I mean, it's like definitely like, um, uh, it's definitely geared towards like covering all the bases of, um, uh, you know, from like my kid will never be transgender. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were like little parts that I skipped, like "Do you hate transgender people?" I don't have to read that part. But, um, but do you? I do. <laughs> Should I? Well, Riley, I wouldn't so much say that I hate transgendered people as like I try not to make blanket statements like yeah. that. So I'll just say I hate Riley. That's fair. Oh, That's totally yeah. fair. <laughs> That's totally fair. 
I've gotten many emails from you that tell me that. So yeah. Um. So uh. The, so gender spectrum is a great resource. And- I just get LinkedIn requests from him. Yeah, which I I see also as no, aggressive. That, that's what I thought he meant by that. I thought yeah. uh, no one sends oh, unless you hate yeah. someone. So <laughs> yeah, I mean the, the you know the advice in those things, and I would if you have a kid, uh, if you have a kid who identifies as um you know any kind of mix of nonconformative gender identities, um I'd encourage you to you know do some homework. But mm-hmm. like the general thing that the book said, and that all the other research that I've said is, and it's also something that uh, transgendered friends of ours have said, uh, including Riley, yeah. uh, is basically, you know, especially when they're that age, um, identities are far from fixed. You know, mm-hmm. their identities generally don't get fixed until, <clears throat> you know, the teenage years. So, uh, which is why you're so obsessed with your identity in your sure. teenage years. Um, and so, like, the main thing to do is just support the way they feel about themselves, make sure they know that their parents that their parents love them and support who they are. And, uh, you know, just be open to it being what it is, um, you know, both as a, whether it's static or mutable or whatever, like whether it changes or not, you just love your kids. So uh, that's our plan. Um, yeah. So there you go. And it's weird. I mean, like from like my own personal experience as somebody who um, has, you know, I've been around transgendered people my whole life so i'm like lucky in that sense but um you know even for me like it's super weird like i totally identified with those people like i i viscerally understand now those people who say like i like gays but i never thought my kid was one Mm -hmm. you know and like you go through like it's very weird to have the identity of your child change in your mind because it's so you know it's so fixed in your mind you think you kind of control it i think and then uh, you get weird feelings going both directions. Like anytime you feel like, God, I wish this wasn't the case, because whether it's because you're worried for your kid or whatever, because it's still a very tough thing to be in the world, then you're like, oh, I wish I, I shouldn't be worried about. I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be against this. I should be for this. This is my kid. I love my kid. And you're like, but it's because I love him. You know, it's a weird thing, but I'm more comfortable with it than I was months ago. And like the main thing that, that uh, honestly, like the main thing that has changed is nothing. Like the weird, the main thing about it is um, she is like exactly the same kid she was before. Like that is vividly clear. Like she's exactly the same kid. She's just like happier when she's getting dressed or talking about what gender she is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, and the kids don't give a shit. The kids at school do <clears throat> not give a shit. They're, they're, they were on to calling her Grace on yeah. day two. Well, kids never care. Kids, like, for kids, the only time a kid has a problem with it is they've already been in an environment where someone has taught them or something wrong with it. Right. But you got to remember, like, kids all watch movies where people become Batgirl or people become, yeah. like, you know, superheroes or whatever. So the idea of, like, oh, someone could change their gender is like, oh, great. That's all? That's all they can do? Like, that's yeah. not that impressive of a power? Like, <laughs> Call me when you're the human torch. I do think the thing you just said, though, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the thing that you just said about how she's exactly the same kid I think is a really important thing because – that was one of the things when I was younger that kept me from coming out and transitioning was because when I was growing up, there was not a lot of great information out there, even if you were trans, to find out, like, right. or gender nonconforming. I don't want to, you know, right. put her in a box. But um, my experience, I was trans. But Can you just 
keep the transphobic stuff to a minute. I will. I will try to keep it down. I, you know how much I want to put it out. I don't I, want to lecture you here, I, but this is a safe space. Should so. I put the sign out in the hallway? Yeah, I, please okay, do. That's fair. <laughs> I, yeah, you're right. Um, Sorry, I, I opened. I started the show by being un-PC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, I really hate Italian trans people sure, the most. Sure. Oh. oh, he's putting garlic in olive oil. <laughs> she is yeah, putting garlic. Sure. Okay. Um, Sorry. <laughs> so the, uh, the one of the things that drove me crazy when I was younger and then I, I didn't want to identify as trans was there was this really awful sentiment that if you were a trans woman, you were this really, really hyper feminine person. Like it was like because it was all based in like this like fanfic kind of stuff. And this like deals. And like, I'm like, well, I am not June Cleaver. Like I am not a 1950s housewife. and I never want to be that. And so I guess I guess I'm not transgender because of that. And it wasn't until I was like much older that I'm like, wait a minute, I know a lot of women who is, who act exactly like I do. And so and are like are into the nerdy stuff that I'm into and are still women and it's fine. And like it took that for me to go, oh, I can just be me and live as a woman and like I can just do that. And like that's a thing that I think is so much more uh like told to younger gender nonconforming or trans kids now. It's like, hey, you just be you and yeah, dress how you want to dress and we love you. Like and I think that's really important. Yeah, I mean like that is like really like one of the things is that that I had in my head is like, oh, this is such a big deal. Like, it's such a big deal. Like, because, you know, in many ways it is a big deal. I mean, you know, certainly uh, transgender people are wildly disproportionately the victims of hate crimes and so on and so forth. Um, uh, and certainly there's many, many intolerant people. I mean – uh, uh, we have a, a very close friend of Teresa's from college, uh, who's a trans man, and um, she works in the federal government in Virginia. And like, there's a law pending. There's a law in the legislature in Virginia right now to prevent people from using uh, uh, bathrooms other than their birth their birth sex um, uh, in government buildings, and my friend is like, he's like, uh, so where am I supposed to pee? Like I'm, he's a man and also like presents as a man. He's like, am I supposed to just never pee? And I work in government buildings. (laughs) Yeah. I work for the government. Um, so yeah, so there are, there are, uh, there are like huge challenges, but like at the core of it, it wasn't like a grand transformation or like a new person or any of those things. So it wasn't a big deal in that sense. It's just like, oh, right. She's still the same child. She just has a different name and pronouns. Yeah. You know, and like wears a dress. You know, like it's, the difference is minuscule in terms of her day-to-day life. Other than that, she's just more comfortable being around, more comfortable saying she's a girl, more comfortable being a girl. You know? Well, I think that's one of the wonderful things about letting children decide like not decide but be express who they are at such a younger age because like she is definitely going to have it way easier than someone like me ever would because let's like you know if if it plays out in the long run and she does decide to live as grace forever and she, and she eventually does want to transition like if if she gets on puberty blockers at a young age and then doesn't start transitioning until even if she doesn't start transitioning until she's in her 20s I know I've seen like younger trans people on like YouTube and some of that who like you would never know they were trans if they didn't publicly put it out there as like a as like a present presentation thing. And so I, I think it's wonderful because that's the biggest thing for me. That's like the big red of my life is that I wasn't able to do it sooner so that I wouldn't have to deal with my body changing in a way that I didn't want it to. Like that's 
the one thing in my life aside from myself getting assaulted at one point um like the the biggest struggle that I deal with in my day to day life is that my body doesn't and never will fully re- look like I see myself as, and that's like what like what they call gender dysphoria. Like that's what manifests itself the most for me. Like just yesterday morning, I was waiting for coffee and I had ordered a online order, and the woman's like, "Are you Daniel?" And the fact that she thought that I was a Daniel like mm-hmm. fucked up my whole morning. Like mm-hmm. it was like there was like an hour and a half of my day that I'm like, "How could she think that I'm a Daniel? Look how I'm presenting, and look how." And it's just like that's the thing that like someone like Grace will probably never have to deal with if that ends up being her life, which is wonderful. And it's uh, I get so I'm like so excited for her and like every kid her age is going. It's just the best. Damn, Daniel. Damn. Damn, Daniel. Yeah, exactly. Back at it again with the wrong lot. With the wrong lot. <laughs> with the order for your office. Yes. You actually caught me uh, at Max FunCon this year. You actually saw me, and I don't think you realized at the time, I was like working my way up into like a total breakdown because I had forgot to pack a razor and I'd gotten one from the hotel. And then there was all this like comedy of error things that kept me from getting back to my room to shave and get cleaned up to go up the hill for the stand up show that I was doing. And like, finally I got to the, I finally got to the room and the, like the door to the building that I was staying in was like stuck and I couldn't get in the building. And like, I finally got let in by somebody else. And then I think you saw me leaving and I was wearing just like a hoodie and jeans. And I think, you knowing that I like to look very stylish, like, gave me some like you were teasing me like all right you can do better than that and i was like literally about to go i can't do anything that i wanted to (laughs) (laughs) oh boy and those complimentary razors are not the best no no it was oh no they made me pay two dollars for it too oh Um, really yeah but it was like it was just like that little bit of like it was so funny because i'm like the idea that i had to go up the hill and do a stand-up show with probably like such a small amount of stubble that nobody but me was aware it was happening and I just need to put a little bit of makeup on and I would have been fine was in my head like the worst thing that could happen because like, I'm normally very good about mitigating my dysphoria but once in a while things would just add up a little bit and a little bit and I remember like literally my hand was like shaking and it was funny because the second I got on stage I was fine which is why you like yeah, the, the, you killed up there thank you yeah you played the clip on Bullseye thank you um, but up until that exact moment that's why even my clip begins with me like explaining to the audience why I'm wearing pants because it was cold out but yeah. I was also like I need to make sure they understand that my identity is real and this is who I am but this is why I'm dressed this way and it was like <laughs> such a thing that like once in a while that will be in my head like really powerfully and it's not normally but um I also there's one other thing I want to talk about. Um, so th- that's out there. If you hear me talking about Grace, that's my five year old uh, who was once upon a time known as Simon. Um, the other thing is uh, last year, David from Brooklyn uh, was kind enough to send us some comic books. Now he's actually our only listener in Brooklyn, right? <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> he's the one. <laughs> well, he's also our only listener who works in a comic book store. Yeah, boy. Uh, we also don't have any animator listeners or graphic designer listeners. It's also your only David, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, last year, uh, David was kind enough to send us a bunch of comic books mm-hmm. that were unwanted. This work. <laughs> Unsellable. Let's be, on- uh, let's be honest. Unsaleable. Uh, David has sent us uh, a new batch of comics, kindly. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead. I mean, you guys can kind of you guys can kind of call them as I bring them out here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first of all, we have this Muppet ba- Babies uh, comic. Uh, the title of this one is 
you're invited to the Great Dinosaur Party. <laughs> How does that not sell? Baby Fozzie Bear is saying, ouch, I'm feeling a little dinosaur. Ooh, he boy. fell on his butt. I might have to fist fight you for this yeah, one. Yeah, I was actually wondering if we have get cutlery involved at some point. Yeah, right. Have a, have uh, a, Riley gets it. Yay! Have a bad style knife fight. Do you want me to let you borrow it when I'm done reading Beat it? it? Excuse okay. me. Beat it. Uh, fight. Jordan... Uh, no, no, that's, that's all yours. Jordan, you, <laughs> you get this uh, Fraggle Rock comic <gasps> called The Magic Time Machine. Okay, that could have could, dinosaurs wait, in it also. Do you want to trade for this for the uh, babies? Yes, I will trade knowing that it has dinosaurs as yeah. opposed to the possibility that it has I dinosaurs. I am a very big fan of Fraggle Rock. Okay, so well, there you I go. Actually, I'm actually legitimately excited they have this oh, great. in my hand. <laughs> I always like flipping through these kind of old comics and seeing like ads for Nintendo games I had. Yeah. That's like a, a a small pleasure of the of the bargain bin. Comic. I'm excited. The back has this cartoon show that I thought I was the only one that remembered ever existed, which is Silverhawks, and it was oh, the Silverhawks. Yeah, it was the space bird version of Thundercats. Yeah. Like, it was like, hey, what if instead of being like knights with cats, they'll be in space and they'll be birds? Yeah, I uh, I've got the popples on the back of mine. Popples. I talked about it on Judge John Hodgman. I talked about a show called Brave Star, which was sort of like star like cowboy Star Wars. Um, I never heard of that one. Yeah, and like it's one of those ones that ran for four months, but just if you hit exactly the right demo, it's it's like it's like that. Uh, it's like if I had found a copy of uh, that genie movie that stars Sinbad. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the one that doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I still or get a copy emails. of the Baron Stein Bears. Yeah, 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 I still get emails about Brave Star. Uh, I actually have a thought about that, but I just want to I want to tell you about something that I saw when I opened up my comic. Uh, it's an ad to join the Tang soccer team. <laughs> Tang the powdered orange juice, and if you mail in this tag, you can get an action poster of Pele. <laughs> and there's a picture of Pele doing a cool kick. Finally, I had a guy. I tweeted a thing about about a little bit of Mandela syndrome and, and the Shazam movie, and I was basically making fun of the fact that. People will like, believe that we are two parallel universes that collided, but people won't believe that my gender is real. So <laughs> in. And this guy responded to me, but you could tell he didn't actually read my tweet. He just saw that I was tweeting about Shazam. And I went to his timeline. He tweeted me that badly photoshopped cover of the Shazam that they like someone's like, yeah. Oh, they uncovered it, but it's clearly not real. But I looked at his timeline and he had tweeted it. Everybody he could find that had made fun of the movie with wow. this video case as if he had found the smoking gun and he had it. It was like, wow. Uh, Turok Dinosaur Hunter. And guys, before you before you weigh in on this, I want to let you know a little special info. This one's a foil cover. Oh, my oh God. Oh, boy. This is Turok Dinosaur number one, number one. Oh, my God. Well, I know how Jordan feels about dinosaurs, so I'm going to let him have yeah, that I'll one. Yeah, I mean, if I can get an all-dino pile, that would be great. I mean, I definitely have not read the comic, but I definitely played a lot of the uh, N64 multiplayer game Turok and, of course, uh, Turok Rage Wars. Oh, shit! Oh, okay. Uh, I have a full-page, two-page ad for a series of Konami NES games. What do we got? Russian Attack. Had it. Top Gun, unplayable. <laughs> Castlevania, fucking classic. Goonies 2, also too hard to play. It was fun, though. I love Goonies 2. I, I really? I yeah, think it's I did. One of those. But it's one of those ones that I liked watching my brother play because I could not have played okay, it. It was yeah, way yeah, too yeah. hard. Yeah. Um, that's a solid lineup. Isn't there a DuckTales in there somewhere, too? Or I, I just see Rescue like, Duck. That's a Capcom oh. game. Okay. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just saw fucking serious. To be fair, We're trying to do a podcast. Okay, Riley. I saw rescue comma duck and thought it said rescue duck. That's, That's reasonable. Why, That's thank reasonable. you, uh, Riley. You're, I'm going to give you these two classic ones. There's a drawn and quarterly one and a Fantagraphics one. Oh, cool. dirty plot. 
and real stuff. <laughs> um, those are classy ones. Yeah. Sorry, Jordan. Riley's classier That's than okay. you. I get it. Uh, this okay. one, I guess, is probably for me. Geriatric gangrene jujitsu gerbils. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seems probably like the beginning. Of the cover of real stuff has a couple like embracing in an amorous, like like passional, whatever. And then the woman is saying, "This is thrilling, isn't it, Dennis?" And he's just like, "It sure is, Crystal." <laughs> like, that's the beginning of the story. I'm quality. I'm wrapped. I need to know more. Uh, okay, I'm giving one of the each of these one of these to each of you. Uh, Jordan, you're getting bleeding heart comic. Thank you. Riley, you're getting The Silent Invasion, now 32 pages, including Suburban Nightmares. Yes. Uh, first page of, of Turok, Dinosaur <laughs> Hunter, uh, full page ad for Mega Man 5 on the NES. Help Mega Man turn Proto Man into spare parts. Spoiler alert, I think Proto Man turns out to be Dr. Wily in disguise. Oh, wow. I'm sorry I just fucking ruined the end of Mega Man 5. Wow, Jordan. That was barely a real spoiler alert. You just kind of threw out a spoiler and ruined everyone's enjoyment of Mega Man 5. Sorry if you haven't played that game from 1992. <laughs> I, I, guys, I said 1992. I looked at the date. That is fucking exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'll uh, I'll die alone. My cat will eat my face. Um, Jordan, of course, you get Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Hell yeah! Point point. But the bad news for you Another is great video game. that means Riley gets what the? <laughs> oh, no. Yes, it's the Marvel Mag of Mirth and Mayhem. I'll never. Finish. I used to love these. Those were really. They were like the joke issues. They would yeah. put out once a year. <laughs> this is great. I think I got a what the last year. They were very entertaining. Uh, Riley, you get a copy of Completely Bad Boys. Yeah. Uh, it's because you're a very bad boy. I'm very bad better, at being a much boy. Much better lady. I'm literally the worst at being a boy. <laughs> and Jordan, you get what appears to be like a really sincere comic called Dinosaur Island. Oh, cool. Yeah. There's literally a character in this book named Fatty. That's like, that's his actual name on no the cover good. of this and I am I am left with Nolan Ryan number one, the unauthorized biography. Mm-hmm. That's all you. Yeah. And I get this uncut sheet of 1991 classic basketball cards uh, featuring draft picks Larry Johnson, <laughs> famous, of course, for his famous grandmama, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Brian Williams, Dikembe Mutombo, true NBA legend. Great. Yeah. And uh, Warriors draft boondoggle Billy Owens. I'm actually surprised. That maybe is it because it's laminated that the Matumba one does not actually worth any money? Is that why? It's because no sports cards from 1991 are worth any. Money. That's fair. Yeah. What a haul, huh? Yeah. Thank you. Got some good David stuff. from Brooklyn. We'll be back. Hey, in try just and a get second. somebody else from Brooklyn to listen to our show. Yeah, can By you the way, encourage and. Could you put in a call to Portland, Oregon, and see if you can get let them know about the one show. One person in Portland, let Oregon. them know about the show. If we could just get one listener in Portland, one listener in Brooklyn, and one listener in Austin, Texas, it would be a true success. It would really what help about us out. Silver Lake, California, in the Los Angeles. Let's area. not shoot too high. Okay, yeah. they've got comedy bang bang. That's fair. <laughs> Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Hi. 
Hi, I'm comedian Emily Heller. And I'm cartoonist Lisa Hannawalt. And we're the hosts of Baby Geniuses. Do you want to learn weird new facts? Do you like hearing successful creative women talk about their poop? Do you want the scoop on Martha Stewart's pony? If you answered yes to any of these questions, our show is for you. We interview people like Paul F. Tompkins, Kristen Shaw, Michael Che, and more. So check us out on Maximum Fun. And let us mess up your brain. Yes, please. <laughs> It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Riley Silverman, transphobe. This week's <laughs> Jordan Jesse Go, of course, brought to you by everybody who goes to maximumfund.org slash donate and supports us. We also have another supporter this week, our friends at Squarespace. Is that how it's pronounced? Yes, uh, you've pronounced it. Perfectly. See, Squarespace. Now, Brian has a pronouncer here, and it says Squatterspace. That's probably just for, for those Italians. <laughs> oh, which we're not nuts about with their olive oil and garlic. Uh, hey, we're supported by Squarespace. It's a way to build a beautiful website with their award-winning designer templates. You can build any kind of website, Jordan. Uh, you got a construction truck business? Yeah, build it in Boom. Squarespace. Get it on Squarespace. You got uh, some pictures of Batgirl that my daughter drew. How'd you get into my house? Also, build that website on Squarespace. <laughs> they got 24-7 customer support. Uh, you get a unique domain experience that's fully transparent and simple to set up. A unique domain experience? Yeah. Are you tired of copycat domain experience? Get a unique one! Squarespace really does do a nice job. They do a great job. Uh, it, you know, anybody can uh, can can use a Squarespace creatives, uh, business people, musicians, designers, artists, restaurants, and more. Talking dinosaurs if they can use a computer. Sure. <laughs> Go to squarespace.com slash JJGo. Free trial, 10% off your first purchase. God, what a deal. Squarespace.com slash JJGo. Hey, we are also sponsored this week mm-hmm. by our friends at, now you're going to have to pronounce this for me, is it... Blue apron. It's actually blue apron. I think blue they sent you the apron. Frenchie copy. That makes more sense. Uh, oh, what's the uh, the slogan we came up with for blue apron? Despite them not asking us to, I don't remember. Let me at them cakes. Yeah, <laughs> blue apron. Ooh, let me at them let me cakes. Them cakes. Uh, hey, blue apron is a great meal service uh, that I actually cooked with this week. Did you? And enjoy I it? made some delicious stuff. I What'd actually you make? Uh, uh, cakes? had huh. Cakes. Didn't make any cakes. Hot cakes. Made, made a Johnny lovely cakes. pasta dish, a lovely oh, yeah. chicken dish, and a uh, was it a calzone? I think it was a calzone. It's Can... folded over. It's filled with cheese. Is there another name for that? Stromboli. Yeah. Despite my distaste for Italians. Yeah. This stromboli. Was there olive oil, olive oil and garlic in that? There was. Oh, so geez. I will. I will admit now that uh, it sounds like you're self-loathing. It might or, be, yeah. This could be an internal thing that I need to work out. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of value for less than $10 per person per meal. Yeah, it's really fun. They send you all the ingredients. Uh, so nice to have uh, fresh food when you come home. Uh, and they give you three meals free with free shipping. I don't even know. How does it? How do these internet businesses still exist? It's such a good deal if you go to blueapron.com slash jjgo. Blueapron.com slash jjgo. You love how it tastes. It tastes good. It's a better way to cook. And hey. Let me add them cakes. <laughs> Blue Apron. Hi. I'm, let's just say John Ham for Blue Apron. Sure. <laughs> Go to blueapron.com slash JJGo. 
Let me at them cakes. Let <laughs> us at all the cakes. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Podcasts. 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 <laughs> They're audio programs that tell smart stories in innovative ways using editing techniques like, like this. this. Like this. Like this? Yeah. Like this. But let's face it, all that smart stuff can be exhausting. That's where Stop Podcasting Yourself comes in. It's so stupid. It's just two stupid dinguses being dumb idiot jerks for 90 minutes. Stop podcasting yourself. The stupid show that smart people love. Find it on iTunes or MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Riley Silverman, the reason why Trump won the election. I have, okay. <laughs> hey, thanks, by the way. You're welcome. I'm really excited about this. We have received an update, mm-hmm. an informational update yes. regarding the world. Of Wario, <laughs> Waluigi, and more. Yeah. Riley and I just thought they turned the M upside down. Yeah. But apparently, you are right. It is the root of a word in Japanese that means bad. So Wario is bad Mario, Waluigi, right. bad Luigi. And for some reason, bad Yoshi is not Woshi. It's Boshi. Uh, but only in English. But only in English. It is Woshi in Japanese. I think they retroactively figured out that the B would be the English language equivalent. Sure. It sounds... Listen, we've sussed it out for you. No reason to keep talking about it. Yeah. Here are... here are, here's, here's all the Yoshi, Boshi information you need. You've got it. Go out into the world, live your fucking life. Do you think there was ever any concern at Nintendo headquarters that if they just used the convention of replacing the first letter with a B, they would be doing the same thing that bloods do when they say words that start with C? I think that was probably a concern, yes. Yeah. (laughs) By the way, that, by the way, uh, easily uh, the most uh, goofily childlike thing that a murderous person does (laughs) (laughs) is bloods who will say... Uh, uh, Bup cakes. That's really cool. Instead of cupcakes. <laughs> of, that's really cool. That's the best. Yeah, it's like they're making up their own middle school girl language mm. uh, to support their murderous lifestyles. <laughs> it's like what someone does. Like I'm in Ohio. Our big rival, our college rival, is is Michigan. It's the Crips. Yes, exactly. We, <laughs> Ohio and the Crips. Yeah. Man, we're yeah. all. We it's always... the same. We went to Santa Cruz. Our yeah. rival, of course. Say it with me now. MS-13, the world's, the world's, world's most dangerous, dangerous gang. gang. Oh, and yeah. College 8. Oh. <laughs> oh, college eight yeah. <laughs> yeah, we always changed every C word with an O from Ohio. No, uh, Michigan is our big rival, and around the time of the High State Michigan game, we were we'll, people will cut the word M out of any word that has it in there, and it's the most annoying, ridiculous thing. That wow. People do. So and we also work. murder lots of people in Ohio. Sure, yeah. yeah. So. That's, like a, that's <laughs> a part of a drug war. That's not yeah. like... That's not related specifically to the game. No. No, the game is mostly a front for warring with drugs. Yes. I can understand that. Yeah. When something momentous happens to you, like you really murder the shit out of your drug (laughs) rival, (laughs) give us a call for our segment, Momentous Occasions. The phone number is 206-984-4FUN. These folks have called in to us. Here's the first of what I expect will be several. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. Hi, guests. This is Joe in New Hampshire. 
After 10 years of driving a tractor trailer, I finally saw someone having sex in their car. Unfortunately, it was a guy by himself. One hand on the wheel, one hand on his stick. So as a public service message to your listeners, uh, you should know that if you're to the left side of a tractor trailer, what we have revealed is your lap. Uh, whether that's a momentification or a moment of shame, I'll let you decide. Thanks, guys. I'm, I guess I'm confused. How is driving a tractor trailer? Because he's higher up. Yeah, because he's so the high idea? up. Okay. So you can see down into people's cars. Mm-hmm. You can see them fucking. Or yeah. cranking it. Or cranking it. Yeah. I feel like the cranking it was way more likely to be happening than the, like, how can you fuck someone whilst trying? I guess I can see the uh, the old the old BJ, but otherwise, sure. I don't know how many ways there are to be having sex whilst driving. Yeah, I don't either. I also don't know why the guy was more, was surprised that this is what happened. I think he was just disappointed. Sure. Yeah. You know, like, the dream, mm-hmm. there's two dreams that every tractor trailer driver mm-hmm. has. One is to get that case of Coors uh, all the way to the to East the volleyball Coast. game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to spray on the female bo- volleyball players. No, I'm trying to describe the the plot of the Burt Reynolds movie. Oh, See, okay. I was going to pop in with Over the Top, but then you went ahead with the even more... <laughs> mm. Yeah, what the fuck well, is we that were movie all, called? We were all. Oh, uh, the band. Bandit. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to call it Eastbound and Down, but that's the television show named after the theme song. Yeah, Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> Do you think that the guy was cranking it because because uh, he had maybe... just seen Smokey and the Bandit? <laughs> I was going to say because it was Sunday afternoon and he was listening to Wait Wait Don't Tell Me. <laughs> Come on! Wait 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 wait! The anticipation wait. gets him every time. Yeah yeah. So I never you... I never understood the appeal of the. The road selfie. Oh, the weekend NPR program. <laughs> yes, exactly. <Yeah. laughs> it's fun, but it's not funny. I'm glad uh, our president elect is cutting all that. Yeah, um, yeah the uh, I never. I know. I know. Fielder comics. When I was like on the road and living as a man, they'd be like, "Yeah, if you're falling asleep at the wheel, just crank one out." And I'm like, "That makes me fall asleep." Like, I don't know why that would be the best option. Wait, yeah. that was something that other comics recommended to anybody you? who drives like a long distance. Would be like, not like everyone. That's a. It wasn't like a mass thing, but there was like a handful of dudes that were like, "Yeah, you know, I'm falling asleep late at night." It's a good way to, to stay awake I, at night. I'm like, what? I'm also skeptical. It's like they've never ho- heard the old adage, J-O to you K-O. <laughs> <laughs> if you J-O, you're going to K-O. And you're going to K-O right off the road. You know what they need is a trip to on the Joko cruise. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Name? The J-O till you K-O cruise. <laughs> I, I think that's what happens on that cruise. <laughs> what, what cruise? The Joko cruise. Colton, what are you talking about? Boat Bo party not biz. No, John, um, no, that's our cruise. Oh. Jonathan Colton has a cruise called the Joko Cruise. Oh, okay. I can't. And that's where you jo till you ko. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got to get on this cruise. <laughs> anyway, moral of the story is that man was me, and I was not cranking it to wait. Wait, don't tell me. Yeah, it was Scott Simon. Uh, <laughs> sure. Nice voice. His wisdom. His, his gentle wisdom mm-hmm. in his commentary segment. I only I only jo to the writer's almanac, so I have a very tiny window to oh, get it yeah. done. Oh, got to get it done before Berg Note is over. <laughs> is that still on? Writer's Almanac? Yeah, totally. Hmm. I'd have to find a way to make vibration work in the car. So I'd have to have like a, a long-lasting battery mm. or some sort of adapter kit that can plug into the, the that car That seems lighter. like something that I, there's a life hack for I out mean, there. if you just yeah. crank up Stardate. That's fair. <laughs> 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 the pure vibrations. Yeah, finding out about those constellations. What's in retrograde or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's my recommendation to you. <laughs> If anybody out there is looking to J.O. Tomei <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's take another call. 
Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, guests. This is Dan. Remember for the Dick Too Big for Their Short Club? Well, guess Wait, what? pause it. I just got approved with my insurance. What did Dan do? So I damn, think... Damn, Dan. Damn, Dan. Back at it again with the giant cock. Um, so I think, <coughs> and I don't, I don't want to get this wrong, but I may. Okay, I'm not going to be the one to correct you. As we have said many times on this program, I genuinely do not remember what has happened five minutes ago sure. on this show, much less several weeks if ago. If I'm remembering correctly, I think Dan called us a few weeks ago, and I think that uh, Dan uh, uh, was was once a lady and is now a fella uh-huh. and uh, uh, has gotten a new schlong, uh-huh. and I think... The oh, it issue. was a pump schlong. Yeah, it was so. It was it was a sort of schlong that ended up being too big for shorts. Well, you know me being a transphobe, I don't care for this information. <laughs> yeah. This is unsight. Let's talk. Can we get back to talking about Wario's evil dad, <laughs> cousin, you know, brother? Good for you, Dan. Any of this? Yeah, this is very memorable. You're describing a very memorable telephone call. So, I if I I absolutely apologize if I've gotten that information wrong, but I uh, that's the memory that I had. So, I mean, I hope we're going to get a schlong too big for shorts update. So, do you think that he had he? So he called in suffering from buyer's remorse. No, I think I I no, I, I think, think he was... called every number he could find to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> Calling Dave and Graham. I overheard that my schlong was too big for my shorts. <laughs> Any podcast that will accept calls. No, so yeah, let's let's hear about the schlong. The, the American Apparel Helpline just stopped accepting his <laughs> sure. calls. We get it. Yes, we know. We're Our pants are it. too small. Your schlong is too big. We're not going to add an inch. We're going under. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so let, why don't we play the rest of the call? I hope I hope. Hey, I'm Jordan. Right. Hey, Jesse. Hey, guests. This is Dan. Remember for the Dick Too Big for Their Short Club? Well, guess what? I just got approved with my insurance after a lot of time battling with them, and I'm actually going to get these titties off. So, yes, <laughs> I am going to be going in for top surgery fairly soon, and I definitely promise that I will call once I wake up still knocked up with anesthesia. So, thank you. That's the time to call. Dan gets it. Get the get I'm going to say off. you were right about who this caller was. Yeah, I, I have a hunch. Sure. Right? <laughs> it's just a coincidence. Yeah. Good for you, Dan. Get that done yeah. before the ACA is gone. <laughs> get, get that all done now. I'm, I'm working on trying to get my uh, my boys going by the end of the year. That's my like. That's like yeah. my goal. Let's not, yeah. Let's not sleep on that. Yeah. Dream. The impossible dream. <laughs> A quick surgery before it all goes yeah. to hell. Hopefully, Dan, you can really impress some tractor trailer drivers by cr- cranking that <laughs> douche dog on the interstate. <laughs> Whip listening, it out on I-5. Listening to a loop of his own phone calls from podcasts yeah, talking yeah. about his huge dick. <laughs> well, I think we got one more call. Let's hear it. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, go. This is Dave calling from Louisville. Uh, I'm calling regarding the slogan, Let's Punch a Blimp. There's a Mandarin phrase, dafeji, that translates to punching the flying machine, which is a euphemism for masturbation. So when you say, let's punch the blimp, you're in effect saying, let's rub one out. So you had a very, very fun day. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know why. saying it like it's news. I don't know why that's prevalent information for this program. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seems... Doesn't seem like something we'd be interested in. Yeah. I just found you have a second Dave listens to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Excited about that. 
<laughs> oh, man, we should make a list of the Daves we know. Yeah. <laughs> if only there was a song to go with that. Uh... Love that, Daves we know. Uh, okay, so I don't think that... So, okay, so, Riley, I don't know if you how, how, how caught up on the program you are, but we came up with our slogan for this year. We have a slogan every year. This year it's punch a blimp. I think it, you know, it's supposed to motivate action. It's supposed to 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 motivate a sense of no no problem is too big if I just punch hard enough. Uh, but yeah, I also think cranking one out, so that fits, right? Yeah. I really enjoyed, and this is something I would like to see happening on Twitter mm-hmm. and on Facebook, someone managed to use, like, a shortened perspective or something like that. Don't correct me, you art history fuckers. <laughs> uh, one of these tricks of perspective to take a selfie of themselves punching a blimp was in the sky. Pretty amazing. I thought that was pretty great. I'd like to see more of those. Yeah. Be careful because you might get a lot of folks people jerking off based on what we just found out in this phone call. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. Fair. Another thing I would like. Okay, so we just created a Let's Pump a Blimp, uh, Let's Punch a Blimp t-shirt. It's which out there. You, you only can got, buy it. You only got one week left to buy it. Oh, boy. Brian designed it. It's really cool. Yeah. A handsome t-shirt and uh, motivational as well. MaxFunStore.com. Get them. Given that there's only a week left for this t-shirt, I would like to get. I would like to be receiving submissions from our. If only we had listeners who are graphic designers. <sighs> I would love to get a a submission for a T-shirt design that's a blimp with punching the flying machine in <laughs> Mandarin. Yeah. written on the side of it in Chinese characters. I like that the Mandarin <laughs> think of their dongs as flying machines. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it goes both ways gender-wise. I don't know if if uh flipping the bean is also known as <laughs> punching the flying machine, flicking the bean, excuse me. Yeah. But you can flip the bean if that's what you're into. Yeah, do whatever you want with that bean. Yeah, it's your flying machine. Got to get them cakes. Got to get them cakes. <laughs> Bluewaker.com. <laughs> Plus JJ Go. They probably don't want to be a part of this thing. <laughs> Had a lovely Stromboli. Anyway, MaxFunStore.com. Stromboli from MaxFunStore.com is where you can get. It uh, was where you can get that T-shirt. Only got a week left. There's a poster too. Mm. If you're one of these people, oh, I don't like wearing T-shirts. I only, I only wear sweatshirts. Yeah, with <laughs> nothing on underneath. Uh, grab then, a poster. Grab a shirt. Grab a poster. Grab a shirt. MaxFunStore.com. And don't email us in two weeks saying, "Oh, I listened to this two weeks later and I missed my opportunity." Yeah. You fucking blew it. Listen to it day That's of. That's on you, dude. Listen to it day of. That's on you. Speaking of dudes, you shouldn't have been listening to, oh, yeah, dude. You mm-hmm. should have been prioritizing this show. Sure. <laughs> They're great guys. We don't have any problem with them. Listen to their show, but after hours. Yeah, that way you'll be up to date on the latest merchandise. Um, And hey, that person did all of the pandering. Uh, Also mentioned <clears throat> Very, Very Fun Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're going to be in Chicago February 11th. Uh, advanced tickets sold out, but going to be 50 tickets at the door. Hell yeah. First come, first serve. <clears throat> We're going to squeeze motherfuckers in there. Packing them in like cakes. Like them cakes. Packing, packing them in up. like Dan packing it in his shorts. <laughs> <laughs> packing them in like a dong in shorts. <laughs> uh, just added to that sh- Just added to that big show, by the way, mm-hmm. Ricky Carmona. Ooh, you mean the best? Yeah. How about this? Dwayne Kennedy. Ooh, the other best? Funniest motherfucker on earth, Jeez, Dwayne Kennedy. Louise, yeah. Uh, and me and Ricky, the night before, we're actually going to have a very, very fun day party mm. um, at a bar that I've forgotten the name of right now. Sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, very, it's very. It's free, open to everybody. 
And uh, me and you, you may remember that uh, some months ago, Ricky was on the show. And we had an extensive discussion about his ecstatic state he reaches while DJing while, by himself in his mm-hmm. room, which is what he calls jacking off. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, Ricky and I are going to be DJing at that party. I'm going to play, be playing Soul 45s. Oh, my gosh. Presuming nice. that I can find a, like a travel case for my Soul 45s. <laughs> yeah, because you won't be able to find any of those in Chicago. I haven't cracked open my, I haven't cracked open my, uh, uh, my 45s since college. Get them out. Yeah, going to bust open those 45s, which is what I call masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's going to be a lot of fun if you're in Chicago. And if you're not in Chicago, I mean, you know, Max Fun Con, Max Fun Con East. Tickets on sale right now. Okay. They're happening. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jessica. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Robbie Silverman. Italian uh, garlic and, and, and olive oil maker. I got nothing. I got nothing that time. You don't need to change the nickname every time. I know. I know. I should learn better. You're, I think you're, you've, you've, you've come upon regular status at this point. I think you can just have a sitting nickname. Okay. I, 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 don't, I don't remember what I was last time. I like the one I had last year, but I don't think I want Transfo to be my regular nickname. Oh, I get that. <laughs> yeah. It can't be. The only rule is it can't be Explodo because that's, <clears throat> that's Kurt Anderson. East oh, I remember that. East Coast class master. I remember that. I remember that when that was a new nickname. I remember that. <sighs> So handsome, mm-hmm. so classy. Yeah, gray hair. Mm-hmm. Invented saying that Donald Trump has tiny hands. Kurt Anderson, <laughs> Anderson Cooper. Have we seen these two men in the same place? So cl- classy, silver foxes. Yep. Did, do you think Jordan Jesse Go listeners know that Kurt Anderson invented tiny hands? I, I, you know, if there's any people who know that, I would say that it's Jordan Jesse Go listeners. Yeah, if there's a if there's one true. kind of person who knows that, it's probably true. Yeah, I'm guessing from his Twitter feed that Kurt would uh, uh, rather not have that be newly relevant. <laughs> get it? Uh, that joke he thought of as a New York provincial joke in 1985. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Riley Silverman, uh, writer on International Waters. We've got a new International Waters from SF Sketchfest coming coming down the line. We do. I'm flying out Saturday morning to get there for it. I'm excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you'll be able to listen to that on the podcast. Jordan Morris, by the way, not just the host of Jordan Jesse Go right now. You've got another show to host. Uh, yeah, I am guest hosting uh, Pop Rocket while Guy Branham is off making a television show. And, uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. We recorded uh, one episode. Uh, I think that should be up and ready for listening uh, as we speak. And, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to be sitting in for three or four more of those uh, uh, until Guy gets back. Uh, totally fun show. It's a pop culture discussion. Uh, three terrific panelists uh, who are great and much, much more uh, brilliant and insightful than I am. And it's just fun to listen to them talk. So I think uh, I think please uh, tune into that. It's a very fun show. Yeah, Jordan was super fun. I just listened to the first one on my way in, and Jordan was so funny and did such a great job hosting. I'm just very, very grateful. Like, it's impossible to fill guys' shoes. Um, yeah. But I was very, very grateful that Jordan was on board to do this because he did such a wonderful job. It's a great show. So I'm yeah. excited. I'm glad that it, it can continue while my guy is absent. Yeah, fun, funny, insightful show. If you don't listen to Pop Rocket, I'm so, so proud of it. Like, one of the proudest things of anything in all of Maximum Fun that I am of. And uh, speaking of Max Fun shit, I'm just going to throw in one last plug while we're plugging shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, our friends Aaron and Brian from Throwing Shade, they got a TV show on TV Land. Watch that shit. Hell yeah. 
Also, if you are in San Francisco for Sketchfest, I'm doing shows while I'm this up there. This isn't going to come out until after that. Well, you, why don't you tell me about this live show then? How about, I was, because it's going to come out on the podcast. That's fair. That is a fair point. Listen anyway. You know what, Riley? Get out of here. I'm sorry. I am so sick of transgendered people. <laughs> Being so nice and hilarious on our show. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, Riley, thank you so much for coming in and doing this. I'm glad that, like, uh, it is a real. You you will be here. We will be here for all gender spectrum related uh, major events oh, on good. Jordan Jesse Go mm-hmm. from here on out. Good. From you calling in that one momentous occasion ten years ago, the first time you went out in lady clothes. Yeah. Uh, to you appearing on this show when I can't speak for Jordan, but I definitely did not realize that that was you <laughs> calling in that momentous occasion ten years ago, that even though I've been using it as an example of a good momentous occasion for seven years. Uh, and uh, you hear that, Dan? I beat you to it. Yeah, Dan. <laughs> Take solace in your huge crank. <laughs> oh, he'll probably be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan's fine. Yeah, yeah. punch that blimp, Dan. Punch it. <laughs> okay. Uh, our producer, Brian Sunny D. Fernandez, known occasionally to me lately as Beef. <laughs> Been calling him Beef. The old Beef. It's a good name because he's such a beefy beefcake of a man. What's for dinner? And Brian Fernandez sounds like Beef to me. Cool. <laughs> Good nickname, right? I mean, he doesn't need a new nickname. Everybody likes Sunny D. Yeah, Beefy D. Oh, Beefy D. Beefy you know, D. That's what we call that crank. Mm-hmm. Oh, gotta get it. Oh, gotta get that crank. <laughs> gotta get that Beefy D. Gotta get that crank. Um, you can join us on Reddit at maximumfun.reddit.com. Always a lot of fun to be had there. Also on Facebook in the Maximum Fun group, which is very lively. Mm-hmm. Ton of fun there. There's also local Max Fun groups all over. On Facebook now. Is there one in your area? Probably not if you're in Brooklyn. Pro- yeah, this guy can't imagine. There's, there's only one the in one Brooklyn. guy in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, he works at the comic book store. But other than that, heck yeah! What a fun show, huh? Yeah, didn't we fun. have a great time? A lot of fun. It Hashtag did. at JJ Go on Twitter. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.